What's up, everybody? My name is Adam Badger, and welcome to Talkin' Fit. What's up, guys? Welcome to Talkin' Fit. Thank you, as always, for listening. Before I start, I just want to say again, if there's anything in this podcast that you find valuable, please, please like it leave a review, leave a rating, subscribe to the podcast. When you subscribe, you'll get a notification every time a new episode is posted, which will be every Friday. And more importantly, make sure you're sharing it. Post it to your Instagram story. Tag me. Post it on Facebook. Post it on your Instagram uh, feed. Tag me. Always tag me when you post it so I can see that it's posted and then I can reshare it. This way, other people can see that some people are listening to the show and maybe they're more motivated to do it because people like to be part of a group. Anyway, so today... I am talking about weight loss 101. I am going to give you exactly how to lose 30 to 50 pounds starting today. This is exactly how I help my clients. This is free information that will, like I said, help you lose 30 to 50 pounds. And I'm going to tell you exactly why it's so simple, step by step, what to do. And then I want to talk about a little bit of mindset stuff, which is why you haven't been able to do this in the past. So that's the important part. I want you to stick around for that. So how to lose fat is actually pretty simple. You actually, All you really want to do is put your body in a position where it's operating close to optimal and it, you're basically sending constant signals to your body that you want to support lean muscle and you want to burn body fat. Now, I know that sounds very complicated, but right now, if you have had trouble losing weight, if you have gained unwanted weight over the years, it's not because anything crazy has happened to you. Yes, there may have been crazy life circumstances that have thrown off your uh, routine, or maybe you've just never gotten started, maybe you've start and stopped, yo-yo diet, whatever it is. But basically, what you've been doing over the years is, whether it's consciously or not, you were sending signals to your body on a regular basis that you wanted to gain body fat. Now, I know mentally you don't wanna gain body fat, and emotionally you don't wanna gain body fat. But you're, despite what Instagram memes will, ha- will have you believe, your body and your mind are not that connected in the sense where your body can read your mind. Your body doesn't know what you emotionally want. Your body only knows the signals that you send it. Now, emotion and mindset go into this and they can affect your behavior. So that's important. Your emotion and your mindset will affect your behavior, but at the end of the day, your behavior will determine your results. So they're not connected in the sense of it just automatically happens. You have to make a conscious effort to put your mindset in the right place to guide your behavior. There's gonna be a lot of days where you don't want to stick to your weight loss behavior, and those are the days where it's most important to try to stick to it. But if you can make it sustainable and make it realistic, it's much easier to stick to. So the most basic way I can describe this to you is that in order to lose weight, you need to consume less calories than you burn. That's step number one. If you have not been losing weight, you are consuming more calories than your body burns. So let's say you're starting from scratch, you've never worked out before, you've never paid attention to calories before, um, or maybe you've worked out in the past and you tried diets in the past, but it hasn't worked for you. And you're just like, you want to start from scratch. Okay, Adam, I want to start losing weight. Tell me what to do. The first thing you need to do is figure out how many calories you think your body should be eating in order to lose weight. So first thing, don't worry about calories burned. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, how uh, am I going to figure out how many calories I should be eating if I don't know how many calories I'm burning? 
Well, there's really no accurate way to figure out how many calories you're burning. And we went over that in a previous episode about the Apple Watches and Fitbits and heart rate monitors and how they're not 100% accurate. So we have to scrap that idea. There's no point in tracking calories burned because it's not accurate and it's just going to add more things to your plate and you only have so much bandwidth. So what we have to do is focus on how many calories you're intaking. And then based off of the you know results we get from that or how our body responds, we can then decide if we need to add or subtract calories. So right off the bat, if you want a starting point on your calorie goal, what I want you to do is go think of your goal body weight and multiply that by 12. And that's going to give you your calorie like median. So for example, for example, if your goal body weight is 155 pounds, so let's say uh, I know at the beginning of the podcast I said if you want to lose 30 to 50 pounds. So let's say you're between 185 and 205, and you're in that range, and you're like, I want to lose, you know, 30 to 50 pounds. I want to be 155, which is a great, you know, goal to have. You're going to do 155 multiplied by 12, and that'll get you 1,860 calories. So that would be your perceived calorie deficit given the fact that you may that you're going to start working out as well. So that's a huge part of this. The number you get from this calculation or is not set in stone. It's not a magic number that is automatically going to start causing you to lose weight. It is a starting point. It is to give you something to shoot for to start tracking your calories and figuring out is this too much or too little. And if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, I, I wanted a fast result. Like I really want to like lose five pounds a week. I want to try and lose 30 pounds in like a month or whatever it is. Then I'm sorry to tell you like that's not going to happen. One of the rules of fat loss, and it's, uh, it's not a rule I made up, it's just how it works. If you're chasing fast results, you are more than likely guaranteed to get no results. If you are telling yourself, well, if I don't see fast results, I'm going to get discouraged you are exhibiting self-limiting behavior and you are preventing yourself from losing weight. You need to eat enough calories to support regular activity. If you're between 185, 205 or over, and like I said, your goal weight is 155, that means that you have an 1,860 calorie goal for the day. And that's our starting point. We can go less, we can go more, depending on the results we get and depending on how we feel. For most people, starting out, it's going to feel like you're eating a lot of food because you're used to eating highly palatable foods that are easy to overconsume and they're very calorie dense. We want to eat nutrient dense foods, protein dense foods. You've been eating calorie dense foods. What does that mean? That means the foods that you've been choosing overall are high in calories for a very small serving. So I want you to compare, um, let's say, an ice cream, like an average size small ice cream sundae with like whipped cream, nuts, chocolate fudge, uh, vanilla ice cream, right? We can see in the, it fits in the palm of our hand. It's not that big. That ice cream sundae, though, is going to have more calories than a full plated meal of, let's say, um, grilled chicken with, you know, two scoops of rice and a cup of vegetables. The 
plate with the vegetables, rice, and chicken will take you longer to eat. It's more filling. It's not as palatable. You're not going to overeat on it. And it has less calories per gram than the ice cream sundae, which, as we all know, tastes delicious, goes down very easy, and it's easy to eat that and then have a bite of your husband or wife's or have a bite of your kids. And then an hour later, you're maybe a little bit still hungry, so, but you're like, I eat ice cream anyway, so why, why start watching my diet now? So then you have some chips and you get my point. So... It's all about what those food decisions cause behavior-wise. Side note, I'm not saying you have to eat grilled chicken and rice and vegetables all the time to lose weight. It was just a comparison. So back to the calorie goal. Your goal weight is 155 pounds. So your goal, your calorie goal is 1,860 calories. Now, this means that you have a calorie range now. So I know I'm throwing a lot of information at you guys, but again, it's, it, we're going to simplify it. Goal body weight times 12. 155 is your goal body weight. That's 1,860 calories. This means this is your calorie goal. That is something that you're shooting for around that goal. That means anywhere between like 1,660 and 1,860 is a good goal to shoot for. Give yourself like a 200-calorie window. So anywhere between 1,660 calories and 1,860 calories, as long as you're falling in that range daily, then you're good. Here's, the, here's what's really going to keep your diet in check, though. You have to also set a protein goal. So now your protein goal is going to be your goal body weight times one. So 155 pounds would be a, goal, a protein goal of 155 grams of protein. Now, again, this is a range. You do not have to hit 155 grams of protein every day, and you definitely don't have to hit it on day one if you're not used to eating that much protein. But it gives you a goal. It gives you something to shoot for. It gives you something to measure behavior. You can see now at how close am I getting to that goal. If day one you start tracking your food and you're only eating 75 grams of protein, you can go, oh, wow, I'm really under eating protein. I'm eating less than half the amount of protein that I probably should be eating. I'm going to start eating more. And just by the act of starting to eat more protein, what you'll notice is you feel more full throughout the day, you have more energy, you have to make better food choices, and it's going to be easier to kind of feel full while keeping your calories in check. Because again, 1,800 calories sounds like a lot of calories for you because you're not tracking it yet. If you go to Subway or Jersey Mike's or any sub place and you get a large sub with like oil and vinegar and mayo on it, you're eating probably between 1,500 and 2,000 calories in that one sub. So if you think that you can't eat 1,800 calories spread out through four or five feedings a day, then you just have a distorted view of what calories are actually like. You're used to eating calorie-dense foods. We had to switch you to nutrient-dense foods. So as I've kind of like alluded to, once you set your calorie goal and your protein goal, you now have to start tracking your food intake. So again, if you're looking for quick fix diets, they don't work and this is not the place to be. But this is the place to be if you've tried a bunch of quick fix diets and they haven't worked for you. Because I'm teaching you exactly what to do to start losing weight. I'm not giving you a magic pill. I'm not giving you the, you know, the the keys to the kingdom. I'm teaching you how to do this because if I teach you how, you'll be able to do it for life. If you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. If you teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime, right? We've all heard that. So I'm teaching you exactly how to lose weight. This is exactly what I do with clients who are, who are paying you know hundreds of dollars a month to get one-on-one coaching. I am now teaching you this for free. 
And why am I willing to do that? Because I genuinely want to help people, but I also know that people need accountability and they need mindset coaching. They need daily reminders. They need someone to help them to not quit. So I'm confident that I will still have clients. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, this is all free, very valuable information. If you start following this information tomorrow, you will be able to lose the weight you want to lose. So set your calorie goal. Goal body weight times 12. That's your calorie kind of window. Give yourself a 200 calorie range. And I would suggest going to, don't say, oh, my goal is 1800. That means I can eat between 1800 and 2000. I would start with between 1860 and 1800 and 1600. Like go 200 calories less or go 100 over 100 under. Meaning if your goal is 1800, it's either 19, it's between 17 and 1900. Does that make sense? So give yourself a range. Don't give yourself a hard calorie number. It makes the process less stressful. You're not going to get better results by hitting an exact calorie number each day. You're just overthinking it. Give yourself a calorie range. And with protein, give yourself a protein range as well. Give yourself 15 grams of protein over under, um, probably under because most people are going to have trouble hitting the protein in the first place. So if your goal is 155, you know, honestly, anywhere between 130 and 155 is going to be good. So that's a 25 calorie, 25 gram range, which is a lot. Um, but again, if you're someone who's under eating protein, just the act of eating more protein in the first place will help. But the goal, the long-term goal is to get up to that number and get, get to that number so consistently that it becomes easy, which it will over time. All the stuff will become totally easy over time. Little side note, most of you guys who are coming into this weight loss journey and are starting over, a lot of you, I'd say 99% of you need to go through a, an initial period of rebuilding your metabolism. Now I do this with all of my clients and I, and again I'm explaining with you how, I'm explaining to you how to do this. The reason why your calorie and protein will feel a little bit high is because you're going to be switching the way you eat and it's going to feel like you're eating more food, which you are. You're eating more food, but it's going to be less calories. But by eating so consistently and being consistent with this and getting to that calorie number, figure out habits how to get there you are going to now start rebuilding your metabolism because after a few weeks of being consistent, what you're going to notice is better sleep, more energy. You're going to start waking up in the morning with better hunger. You're going to get more hunger cues throughout the day, more regular eating so we're not starving at any point in the day. And again, that's going to start rebuilding our metabolism. All of this needs to be combined with uh, you know regular exercise, preferably strength training to help get this ball rolling. So... Once you figure out your calorie goal and your protein goal, next step, you're going to figure out how many meals a day do you prefer to eat? There's no magic number to this, but think of it realistically for yourself. All right, I'm trying to hit this new calorie goal, this new protein goal. It's probably going to be easiest if I spread it out a little bit instead of trying to smash all this stuff in into one or two meals a day. So if you're someone who's been intermittent fasting or you're someone who has been doing like one meal a day or you don't eat all day and, and, and you know it leads to dinner, again, if you are here and you haven't seen results and you're listening to this, what you've been doing isn't working and it hasn't worked. So we need to kind of you know, start from scratch, erase the board. If you've been doing intermittent fasting, and I'm going to do a podcast on this at some point, like why intermittent fasting isn't ideal for, for weight loss. What you're doing is you're basically just skipping breakfast if you've been doing intermittent fasting. And for a lot of people, if they've done it, or maybe they're not consciously doing intermittent fasting, but they're someone who just isn't hungry in the morning and they skip breakfast all the time, 
that's what's leading to that nighttime hunger and that nighttime binge eating and those poor decisions late at night. So if we can start by introducing some protein and carbs in the morning, it's going to really drastically decrease this nighttime snacking. I guarantee it. But you just got to start. You got to get through that initial discomfort. So anyway, that's a little side note. I'm going to keep simplifying it because I, I kind of go off on tangents. But again, so step one, get your uh, find out your goal weight. Step two, figure out your calorie protein goal. And now step three, how many meals a day do I prefer to eat? Okay. Don't say one or two just because you don't feel like eating breakfast. Think about this realistically. Think about your schedule. Do you have time in the morning to eat breakfast? Do you have a lunch break during the day? Do you eat dinner? Okay, that's three. Probably, there's probably room for a snack in there. So we'll say for most people, I think three to four times a day is what they usually will feel comfortable with. But again, figure this out for yourself, whatever works for you. You're just going to simply take your total calories and your total protein. And you're going to just divide it up between the, that many meals. So if you're eating 1,860 calories a day and you want to eat four meals a day, that is about 465 calories per meal. Again, you have a calorie range, so you can be anywhere between 400 and 465. If you stay between 400 and 465, you will land in that 1,660 to uh, 1,860-16 range. So again, we don't have to be as meticulous about this because we are giving ourselves a range very very important don't give yourself a hard number give yourself a range and for your protein let's round down and say it's going to be 140 your goal is 155 but anywhere between 130 and 155 is good so we'll say 140 divided by four that's around 35 grams so of protein per meal so anywhere between 35 and 40 grams of protein per meal so if you're following me You've set your calorie goal, you set your protein goal, you've now divided it by how many meals per day uh, work for you. So we'll say four for this example. That's anywhere between 400 and 460 calories per meal and between 30 and 40 grams of protein per meal. Now this is getting simpler and simpler because now we're just thinking meal to meal, right? How do I figure out how to get, you know, if you're someone who's not used to eating protein, getting that 30 to 40 grams of protein at, at each meal is gonna be a little bit difficult at first. If that's something you have trouble with, I want you to email me or reach out to me, and I will for free send you a list of proteins to help get you started. But what you're going to do is from that, you're just going to go, okay, what proteins from this list do I like? And you'll just start implementing those at each meal. And we're going to stick to that, that you know range, around 400 to 460 calories, around 30 to 40 grams of protein per meal. What about carbs and fats? Well, your protein is going to eat up only about, you know, 120 to 160 calories of that meal because protein is four calories per gram. So if you're getting 30 to 40 grams of protein, that's 120 to 160 calories per meal. That means you have about 300 calories per meal to spend on carbs and fats. And that's, that's awesome, right? We can have, you can have a bagel, you can have uh, like a bowl of oatmeal, you can have sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, rice, pasta, you know, whatever works for you. But you have 300 calories to now spend on carbs and fats. When you reframe it like that, it's a lot more flexible than just focusing on, oh, I have to eat all this protein. It's only about 120 to 160 grams of protein per meal. So you have a lot of calories to spend on carbs and fats, which makes the diet more sustainable because you're able to eat foods that you like. 
So if in the past you've had trouble, it's because you've probably demonized carbs or demonized fats and you've thought they were bad and you also don't uh, don't eat enough protein. So for your meals, you were probably under eating protein and cutting out carbs and fats. So you're eating too few calories. And then after two weeks, you get sick of it or after five days, you get sick of it and you have these crazy weekends. Now, here's the here's the here's the uh, one big asterisk to this whole thing that is going to be a hurdle for a lot of people is this calorie range is a calorie range that needs to be applied daily. So that means no, I'm good Monday through Friday and I'm eating whatever the fuck I want on the weekends. On the weekends, you still have to stay in this calorie range. But like we just talked about, you have a range and you're only spending about 120 to 160 grams of protein per meal. If you multiply that um, by four, so we'll say, let's say you're 150 grams of protein a day person around that, that means you are eating about 600 calories a day of protein. If on an 1800 calorie a day diet, that gives you 1300 calories to spend on carbs and fats the rest of the day. So when you get to the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, whatever your kind of fun days are, days you like to go out, we're not going to be scheduling like these all-out binge cheat meals or anything like that. What we're going to do is still attempt to hit our protein goal, but be more flexible with the food choices that we make for our carbs and fats. So if you're going out to dinner on a Saturday night, what you're going to do is try to get close to your protein goal throughout the rest of the day. So that means whatever you start eating for breakfast and lunch throughout the week that you notice is, is keeping you full, that you like the taste of, Stay around those for Saturday and Sunday breakfast and lunch. What this is going to do is really moderate your hunger. So when you go out to dinner, you're not as hungry. You're less likely to make mindless choices and you'll make more mindful choices. Again, you can be very flexible. You can on a Saturday just eat your protein throughout the day and save 1,300 calories for dinner, which will allow you to have a pretty flexible, fun dinner and a drink or two and still stay in your range. If you're able to do this and apply these flexible principles on the weekends, you're really gonna you know, tie a knot in your calorie consumption. Because for most people, they don't even realize it, but they're consuming two to 3,000 calories on the weekends per day. And I know that sounds like a lot, and it sounds like, well, I, I, I haven't done that. But you probably have, you just don't know it because you're not paying attention to it. You don't realize that if you go to dinner and have four glasses of wine, that that's probably like 800 calories. You don't realize that stuff. You don't realize if you have two margaritas, it's probably like almost a thousand calories. You don't realize that if you start, if you're picking at the nachos, have a couple tacos and then get a dessert that you've probably consumed maybe 15, 1600 calories in that one meal, right? So the calories can add up really fast when we're indulging on highly palatable foods. Does this mean you can't do this stuff? No, but we're just gonna exhibit some mindful behavior on the weekends. We are going to track our protein throughout the day. We're gonna be aware of how many calories we're eating. We're not gonna go long periods of time without eating because that puts us going in, uh, puts us in a position where we're going into dinner more hungry and more likely to uh, make poor choices. So again, quick break to simplify this. Step one, what is your goal body weight? Your long-term goal body weight, right? 
don't pick an extremely low number just to give yourself a low calorie number. Don't do that, okay? Be honest with yourself. What is my goal body weight? If I'm 185 to 205, do I want to lose 30 to 50 pounds? Okay, that's around 150, 155. That's my goal body weight. Step two, get your calorie and protein ranges. Goal body weight times 12, that's your calorie goal. You can go 200 calorie range on that. Goal body weight times one, that's your protein goal. You can go 10 to 15 gram of protein range on that. Next step, how many meals a day do I prefer to eat? And then divide up those calories and protein throughout each meal. And then start figuring out which foods help you get there. Week one is not going to be perfect. Week two might not be perfect, but it is important that you keep trying and understand that the act of you trying is way more important than you actually hitting these numbers. Do you have to hit the numbers eventually? Yes, you should. You have to land in those ranges eventually. For some people, it takes a week. For some people, it takes two. For some people, it might take six weeks to figure out their habits because their life is hectic and, it's, and maybe they don't actually want to make changes. So there's a lot of mental hurdles we have to overcome. But this is where it's important to not fucking quit because the other option is you go back to what you know doesn't work and you repeat the cycle of losing weight and gaining it, losing weight and gaining it, or you literally are making a choice of saying, nope, I'm not going to try. I am going to choose to stay overweight and stay unhappy. That is key. Now, does that mean just because someone is overweight that they're unhappy? No, obviously not. They probably have a good family life. They have a good job. But this is the one area of their life where they're having trouble finding happiness because they can't stick to anything. And the reason why is because they continuously try things they know won't work because it gives them a reason to quit. It gives them validation of their mindset. It validates the fact that nothing works. They tell themselves nothing works, so they seek evidence that nothing works. And that's why they continuously try diets that don't work because they want evidence that supports that they quote unquote can't do this. Well, I'm telling you that you can and I'm telling you if that telling you that if you follow these steps, you will see the weight loss. So I'm giving you free advice that will help you lose the weight. If you choose not to take it or you choose to quit as soon as it gets hard or you choose not to reach out to me even though you know you need one-on-one coaching, then that's on you. But I'm available to take clients and I'm giving you all the advice right now that I give my clients that helps them lose weight. So if you're choosing not to do that, it is your choice. It's not because it doesn't work. And it might take longer than you want, but it will work. So we've chosen our goal body weight. We've set our calorie and protein ranges. We've figured out how many uh, meals a day that we want to eat. We start implementing foods that are going to fit these uh, calorie protein goals for each meal. We're sticking to them even on the weekends, while allowing some flexibility at dinner and and allowing ourselves to have some drinks, again, not cheat meals, still being aware of the calorie intake, but just being more flexible, not being concerned that you have to hit your protein goal that day, but being concerned that you're staying under your calorie goal. So that's an easier way to do it for a lot of people too, is maybe on the weekends, they're not hitting their protein goal as, 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 you know, or their protein range as on point, but they're at least keeping their calories in check. That's behavior progress. The other important piece to this is just the way you work out. So for some people, maybe they haven't worked out in a long time. Maybe they just need to start walking. That's fine. As you get moving and as you start you know, doing more exercise 
and food has become more consistent, we can then start to make tweaks to, to adjust your calorie ranges based on your results. AKA, if you're losing weight super, super fast, then we might up your calories because why not, right? It's okay to slow, slow it down a little bit to allow it to last longer. That's what she said. <laughs> and uh, it, if you're not losing weight, we can always increase your activity level or we can decrease your calories depending on the individual person. So that's where a lot of individuals, individualization comes in because you have to uh, account for what that person's daily activity looks like, what their workouts look like. But you need to start working out, okay? So if you haven't worked out before, you've gotta do something. Maybe that means you're just gonna get a Planet Fitness membership, you're gonna go there, and you're gonna do two or three sets on each body part. So you're gonna do two sets of uh, chest, two sets of back, two sets of legs, two sets of shoulders, two sets of abs. You're gonna do that, and you're just gonna do that three times a week and try to get a little bit stronger each week. That sounds super fucking simple, but it will work if you stay consistent with it. You have to train in a way that supports lean muscle. Now, when I'm talking about lean muscle, I'm not talking about getting bulky. I'm talking about it's supporting lean muscle tissue on your body because it takes more calories to support lean muscle tissue. This is why lifting weights will get you better results than just doing cardio alone. Cardio alone, you're not burning a ton of calories and you're definitely not taking a long time to recover the secret to weight loss is in the recovery, is in the lean muscle tissue. So if you're just hammering away on the elliptical, is it gonna be bad for you? No, but you will hit a plateau pretty quickly. You eventually have to get off the elliptical and go down to the weight area and start lifting some weights. You don't have to be a champion powerlifter. You don't have to do anything crazy. You just gotta pick, you know, four to five exercises, do two to three sets of each, and each week try to get a little bit better, a little bit stronger. That's really how simple it is. And as you continue to do that, you'll build more confidence, you'll build more understanding of what you're doing, and then you can start adding uh, things and trying some new stuff. To wrap this up, if you've stayed with me this far, all of the stuff I told you right now works. It is exactly how I help people lose 30, 50, sometimes 100 pounds. It just takes time and it takes some effort on your part. It's not a magic pill. It's not a 21 day fix. We know that stuff doesn't work. We know keto and intermittent fasting don't work for us. You've tried them before and you're still listening to this podcast because you want to know how to get that same 30 to 50 pounds off. That's being blunt, but that's what's, that's what's real. So why are we going to continue to do things that we know didn't work in the past? Why are we not willing to try something new? It's because you don't want to lose the weight. You're like, what? Fuck you, Adam. Yes, I do. If you're not willing to try something new that someone that you know logically makes sense, that you know will take a little bit longer, but you'll be able to stick with it. If you're not willing to try that and you're not willing to stick with it when it's you know, getting a little too difficult or you're not willing to stick with it when uh, you don't see five pounds drop off the scale in the first week. It's because that is your subconscious pulling you back to your comfort zone. Your comfort zone doesn't always mean that it's comfortable. It's just what you're used to. So if you're used to for the last 15 to 20 years being overweight, being overweight, being unhappy with being overweight, and continuously trying diets that don't work just so you can say, well, nothing works, that is why 
you may be questioning what I'm saying to you. Or maybe it's just a picture of my face and I don't look trustworthy. But I'm telling you this stuff works. This is largely how weight loss works. This is scientifically how weight loss works. It's just how it works. It's how I help people lose weight every single day. It just takes time and it takes patience. Set yourself a one-year goal and continue to chip away at this stuff day by day, week by week, month by month for a whole year. Keep doing it over and over. There's going to be slip-ups. There's going to be imperfect days. There's going to be imperfect weekends. There's going to be vacations. There's going to be holidays. But guess what? That stuff will happen anyway, whether you're losing weight or not. So that means if you choose not to do this and you choose to stay at your current weight and continually try things that you know don't work, that's a choice. And understand that the holidays, the hurdles, the stressful days, the slip-ups are going to happen anyway. So why not have them happen on a flexible eating style that you can lose weight long-term and that accounts for those slip-ups and for those holidays and for those vacations? It's because if you're not willing to do that, it's because you're maybe m- mentally not ready to lose weight. If I tell you one year goal and your reaction is Whew, one year, that sounds like a long time. I don't, I need it quicker than that. Then you're not mentally ready to lose weight and you need more coaching. You need more help. And that's when you should reach out to me. If you hear one year and that sounds like too long, you have to reach out to me because you need help or else in a year you are going to still be where you're at. And I'm not saying that to be blunt. I'm just saying that because we've seen the evidence, right? How has how have the last 15 years gone? So take the advice I gave you. Take notes. Listen to this again. Start implementing this stuff tomorrow. Be prepared that it won't be perfect, that it won't be quick, that there will be slip-ups. But if you keep chipping away at this and keep working towards that one-year goal, you will be shocked how far along you're going to be in four to six months because we're focusing on the one year. In four to six months, you will be so far ahead of the game. You will develop so many great habits. You will have so much more confidence, so much more energy, and you will lose weight along the way. But it's just going to take some time. If you have any questions, reach out. Uh, You can email me. You can reach out to me on Instagram. Please like, share, 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 and subscribe to this. Leave a rating. Leave a review. I appreciate all of those. I appreciate you guys, and I'll talk to you soon.